Hello, I am Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian, episode 22. Games of the year, I guess is what this is. Yeah. Talk about some games we enjoyed throughout uh, 2020. Help get us through this rough time. Huh? It's a pretty good game for you, or a pretty good year for games. That's pretty good. I think I played more uh, games this year than I ever have. Well, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody is like, you know, game consoles sold out, games sold out. It's like people just want something fun they can do while sitting on their ass at home. Mm-hmm. So they're not bored out of their minds. So I think gaming was a big, big draw and uh, grew a little bit more than uh, normally would. Yeah, agreed. They stepped their game up. They stepped their game up in 2020, that video game industry. Whoa, man. That's good. Step their game up. I like that. <laughs> Copyright that shit. I'm here all day. <laughs> Copyright that shit. Patent pending, everybody. Don't fuck around and steal that. <laughs> um, so I don't really know the format we're going to do. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I have a top five list. I think you do, too. Yeah. Um, I will say I did mine a little differently because I'm an asshole, but uh, I didn't rank them. I just put them in alphabetical order. So my last oof. game, <laughs> my last game will be game of the year, but the first four will be just in alphabetical order, not ranked. That's okay. how I did mine anyways. I, I ranked them, dude. How are you not going to rank them? How, are we going to talk time, about dude. the best? It's too much time, it, too much stress. <laughs> I'm sitting there and looking at a piece of paper. I'm like, do I, you know, it's too much. So I just, it's easier. It's alphabetical order. And then I just got to pick a game of the year and, called a day alphabetical order this ain't fucking <laughs> blockbuster <laughs> so yeah my yeah that's how i did mine all right um so well uh, really big gaming news from 2020 i mean we had the new consoles at the very tail end but overall it was kind of just uh the end of a generation really it wasn't nothing too crazy there's some big I stuff. I mean, uh, I mean, it's for games. Buying Bethesda and there's some uh, few crazy stuff in there for like billions of dollars or. Yeah, but that's yeah, it's like theoretical stuff. Yeah. You know, it has a we haven't had any fruits from it yet. I'm just talking about what actually released in 2020 and what happened. It wasn't too crazy. We had some good games, yeah. but and some new hardware at the very end which kind of didn't matter very much because not a lot of people were able to get it. So it wasn't, it was kind of like a bookend of the PS4 Xbox one era, I think. Yeah. Where a lot of heavy hitters came out that kind of showed you the power of uh, those consoles. And then some came out that were just too much for those consoles. Yeah. And uh, ran like shit. I think we all know what we're talking about there. So, I don't know how we're going to do this now because we got alphabetical over here. Well, no, so... you just do your, your, your fifth and I'll do my first alphabetical and we'll keep going down to my... both, both of our number ones. I mean, it re- okay. really matters our number one. But it's, I'm I, assuming we have the same <laughs> number I've, one. I put a lot of work into figuring out where these should rank. Um, first of all, before we even get into the list, I have a couple honorable mentions. Do you have anything? I just have two, yeah. And so do I. Okay. My first honorable mention goes to 
Star Wars Squadrons. Mm. Uh, spiritual successor to the Rogue Squadron games, uh, Flight Sim. Uh, you know, what the heck do they even call that? Flight Sim freaking shooter. You fly X-Wings and shit. And I, I think it was pretty cool. Uh, graphics were amazing. Gameplay was really solid. Uh, a little short. Not much of a story, but, you know, for a Star Wars game, it's been slim pickings lately, and we haven't had a, the kind of flight sim Star Wars games in quite a while. So that was great to see that come back. And uh, I think a lot of price for 23 bucks. That's, I'm assuming yeah. it's worth it. <clears throat> I think a lot of people enjoyed it too, which is good. So they might want to do more things like that. Maybe, you know, get more budgets. So they can have more story to it. Cause it was a budget title. It was never full price, even when it was brand new. Um, so that is one of my honorable mentions. I really liked that game. I think it, it, if you, if you like those kind of games at all in star Wars, that's a must play. It's, it's really fun. Nice. You're going to me. You're just doing all of yours. Hey, you got you to think of <laughs> what are we doing? Gotta, I'm not going to, I'm just going to throw my list out there. Come on, man. You're next. All right. Uh, well, it's hard because the, my two, <laughs> I'm just derailing this whole episode because these, these two honorable mentions, we've already kind of talked about at length um, in, in mm -hmm. previous episodes. So I was just going to mention them. Um, but I mean, there's just two. I'll just, I'll just say them. But my honorable mentions were uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, 1 and 2 Remaster. So um, we both really liked it. Um, if you guys want to check out our thoughts on it, we did a previous yeah. episode on it. Um, and then my other honorable mention is Resident Evil 3 Remake, which we both also really liked. It's a badass short action game. So if that's up your alley, um, I definitely get it. That's also on sale. And also, I think if you guys want to know what our thoughts are on that, I believe we talked about it loosely on our Resident Evil franchise episode back in October. So those yeah. are my two. <clears throat> that, that was my other one, Resident Evil 3. Yeah. That's my other honorable mention. That's a fun-ass game. Uh, really good-looking game. Yeah, it's pretty. I, I've been meaning to play that again. I mean, because it's a short, brisk. It won't take too much of your time. Uh, but it's fun. Yeah, I've been meaning to start that one again. Definitely Resident Evil 3 was really cool. Uh, wasn't quite up to Resident Evil 2 remake standards, but it was still good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so you want to, we'll do the list, and then I also have a biggest letdown of the year. You want to do that last? Or? Yeah, let's do that oh. last. Okay. Um, yeah, so my number five was... distinctly my number five is miles morales like whatever special edition that comes with spider-man remastered because miles morales alone is why i make the distinction wouldn't have made my list but miles morales the special edition that comes with spider-man remastered on ps5 i think that is number five because those are two good games but you put them together it's a really big chunk of experience chunk of stuff to do a, a lot of a lot of fun gameplay you get all the dlc from the uh, original spider-man and then miles morales is really short but you get to use that as your bookend after playing spider-man it's the, you know it's like the little sequel graphics like i said were probably the best i've ever seen on a console um with the new miles super fun looks great um pretty 
pretty reasonably priced. Like I think it's a, what was it like sixty nine ninety nine? I think. Yeah, I think you're. Um, right. maybe, no, I think it was seventy nine ninety nine. So you had to pay twenty dollars extra for Spider Man Remaster, which I think is totally worth that. If they put that on a disc for twenty bucks, remaster for PS Five, like who wouldn't buy that? That's a. They put a lot of work into this. It looks very different. I mean, they freaking got a new guy to play Spider Man, so they put some work into it. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, that's my number five. Them specifically together, I think if. If I was to judge Miles Morales on its own merit, it probably wouldn't make a top five. But you bundle it in with the first game. That's a, that's a lot of content and a lot of fun. I can't not have that on my top five. Yeah. So that's my five. Nice. Yeah, good choice. Um, my what's your what's your Z? <laughs> <laughs> my first in my alphabetical is um, a game that I think I've talked about many times throughout um, throughout our our ventures, and that is Doom Eternal uh oh, doom eternal okay. fucking rules um and it's kind of a game that surprised me you know when i jumped into it i was a really big fan of doom 2016 and i'd say for the first like hour and a half two hours of eternal i, was, I wasn't really digging it like it kind of has a more arcadey interface and it was just there's um uh what do you call it you can like What's the what are those games called? Where you jump platforming. There's a lot of platforming in this game, which didn't exist in in uh, tw- uh, Doom 2016. But dude, about halfway through, I found my my groove, and this game just really fucking clicked. And um, it was just an amazing experience. And it was hard, but it was not like this isn't fair kind of hard. It was just kind of like, okay, I got to come at this at a different angle and try a different tactic, and you know. But yeah, the gameplay is super fluid and fast and fun. Um, it makes you feel like a badass. And yeah, if you haven't played tw- uh, Doom Eternal and you liked Doom 2016, I highly recommend it because um, this game is really, really good. And I think it's on Game Pass and $20 on Steam right now. So there's no excuse not to play it. It's great. Look at this guy. No one prices on Steam now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, goes. I mean, that I wouldn't even say it's abnormally hard. Doom games are just hard. Yeah. But it's just a because it's so frenetic. I think. Um, frenet. I don't know that was frenetic. Frenetic. Yeah. Forget about it. Frenetic. Yeah. You're moving around in the motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> You're constantly moving, and people are shooting the shit out of you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it makes it really hard. Like when Doom 2016, they put you in some. I've only played that one. Yeah, it puts you in some situations. And I get pissed, dude. It's just like, it's because it's a different kind of shooter. You have to run you a have lot to yeah, and move. Yeah. It's not like a Call of Duty or something. You can stand your ground and take mm-hmm. people out. And it's fun. And it's like you have to, you have to use like the beatdown specials, like so you can get yeah. that health back and stuff, and you get the little little star bits that fall out of people, like Mario Odyssey, <laughs> <laughs> and they suck up to you, mm-hmm. ammo and uh, health. So yeah, these games were pretty hard. I play, I have that on Switch, and it's a super fun game to have on Switch. Um, I wanted to get Eternal the second or Doom twenty sixteen. I've never played Eternal, so sixteen. Uh, okay. Uh, Eternal is on Switch too, but they made it digital only. Like at first, it was going to have a physical copy, but then they made it digital only, and I'm not, I'm not down with digital only games that are like that big, because. Doom's a sizable game. I don't want to have to download that much, especially on Switch. It's notoriously slow download speeds. 
Um, and you know, micro SD cards aren't that big. Like you get a terabyte now, but it's like 500 bucks. I think I have a 256 gig card in there. I want to get like a 512 so I can hold a lot of shit, but yeah, you know, it's just hard to spend that much money on a memory card. It's not, yeah, it's hard to do, but yeah, I would have got that on switch if it would have came physical because typically the whole game isn't on the card, you know, but it makes the download a lot smaller because you got some of it on the card. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'm going to try that eventually. Is it, yeah, 20 bucks on Steam? It should be, that might be a good one to go with the PC yeah. version. The it's little... fun, man. Like I said, it, it takes a while to kind of get your groove into it because it, it, um, it kind of assaults you right out the gate. Um, and it yeah. throws it throws everything at you. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. Kind of kind of feels overwhelming at first, but yeah. But halfway through the game, once you start kind of getting um, used to these mechanics they're throwing at you, um, the game really opens up and it becomes really fun. As far as I'm concerned. Show. <clears throat> so yeah, Doom Eternal. Well, that uh, speaking of that, I just watched an episode of on Netflix. I think it's uh, what's the the games that made us or high scores. Have you seen that? Yeah. Is that video game it, documentaries? I've seen it. Dude. I've seen the thumbnail. Dude, check those out. That's yeah. badass. The Sonic versus, or the Sega versus Nintendo one's good. Uh, I think it's the last episode that has Doom in it, where it talks about the creator of Doom and id Software and Wolfenstein. And so nice. really, you learn a lot of shit. And then, man, I have an all new appreciation for like Doom. That's super cool. So check that out if you haven't. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> So, number four. This one uh, is uh, one of two of these style games on my list, which is kind of, I haven't played very many of the, the big hitters, I don't think, that most people chose for their list. So I, I had to choose from what I have played. I'm not going to lie to the people. Mm-hmm. I'll play the game, I'll tell you how I feel about it, and you, I'll realize you've never thought about buying it. So you're welcome. Uh, so this one is a compilation, but I think it's a great compilation. So it's Mario 3D All-Stars. Mm. I think this is a must-have for any Switch owner. I think it's three of the best Mario games ever made. And the 3D Mario games are all uh, you know, pretty good, but these are the, the top tier of the 3D. So you got Mario 64... Uh, Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy all on one cartridge and able to be played portable, which is fucking awesome. I mean, in 2007, when I'm playing Mario Galaxy on on the Wii, if you would have told me they'd have this on a portable system, I was like, get the fuck out of here. You're crazy. Never going to play this portable. You got to have a Wii. But not only that, <laughs> not only that, you'll be playing that Sunshine and Switch yeah, the portable, all in one game. And I was like, yeah. it's it's nuts. Uh, Mario sixty four, we all know, classic. Yeah. I could I could play through that a million times. I'm not I'm not really getting bored. I just love it. I'll go back to it every once in a while, probably for the rest of my life. Sunshine has never been remade since GameCube. I played it on GameCube and I really liked it. It's a pretty divisive Mario game. Uh, a lot of people don't like it, but the people that do like it fucking love it. And they've always lamented Nintendo for not uh, jumping into that fandom and, you know, bringing it back for people. You know, like on Wii U, they're remastering fucking everything. Uh, even on on Switch, they've been remastering everything. So people were hoping it would finally come, and it did. 
So, uh, and it's not a remaster, it's a, a, a port, but it does, all of these are better versions than the original are polished, polished up and look better. Um, but they are emulation, which some people don't like. So doesn't bother me. Seems fucking same. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sunshine, people have been clamoring for it to come back in some way, shape, or form, and it never has until now. So uh, it's really cool. I think there could be a lot of new uh, Sunshine fans that have not played it. Maybe they're too young or they didn't give it a chance because it was looked a little weird. Who's got a fucking backpack? I don't know, man. Yeah. This goop? I don't know, man. Shooting but, water? Water jets? Yeah. Is it it kind of kind of reminds me like a almost like a Ghostbusters mechanic with this water backpack. But it's actually when you get down to it and look beyond the backpack, the backpack is just like a power. It's just like uh I don't know, like fucking the raccoon tail or any other kind of powers. They just add little things you can do, but it's always on your back. So you can choose to use your powers when you need them. Um and I really, it's super fun. I just played some last night. Super fun. Love Sunshine. I am one of the people that love it, not hate it. And then, of course, Galaxy is super innovative, cool game, playing on, you know, spherical levels and shit. And it, it plays really good on, on Switch. Uh, I have a Switch Lite, so I'm playing it portably. And, you know, you would have to point at shit. In the original and on on the light obviously you can't point because the controllers don't come off or anything so you just kind of it's a touch screen so you just beep, 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 touch the little star bits to pick them up and it, it's it works uh even even though you're taking your hand off the switch i still feel like it, it works pretty well so <clears throat> that as a collection i just feel like for 60 bucks people almost would have bought sunshine these sunshine, yeah. these sunshine heads probably would have spent that on sunshine alone. And you got three awesome 3D Mario games, and it's got like all three soundtracks included. Cool. I, I'm I'm not into that, but a lot of people are. Yeah. And it's like these are uh, classic, big soundtracks. So those are on there too. Uh, really great game. If you don't have it and you have a Switch and you've ever liked Mario, give it a chance. I don't think. You will be disappointed. Yeah, I definitely need to buy this. Um, it just kind of went under, not my radar, because it was on my radar. But um, And you got to do yeah. it soon, because like they said. The, the clock is ticking, because they're taking it away in March. Yeah, for some reason, they're, it's going to be a limited edition. They're not going to sell anymore. It's like, why? why the, this game would sell the whole lifetime of the Switch, dude. It's like one of those games, when you buy a Switch, it's like it's like 10 games when you buy a Switch. It's like, oh, which one of these do I want first? Because these are the 10 that you have to have like Zelda, you know, a Mario shit like that. Pokemon yeah, maybe for some people. Definitely got to get it soon. I I'm really eager to play Sunshine cuz I did I played it on GameCube, haven't played it since. I remember liking it. Um I never beat it. So Me neither. Uh, so that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So be I'm 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 um anticipating jumping back in and also yeah, just to fuck around with uh, not Sunshine, um Galaxy. I haven't played that since the Wii and I had a great time with it. Uh, 64, I've played many iterations of it and I'll probably, you know, play around with it. But I think I'm most yep. looking forward to is Sunshine and um, Galaxy. But yeah, that's a good choice. I was just playing Super Mario uh, Sunshine last night and I hadn't played in a while because it was one of those parts where uh, this is like the furthest I've ever been in the game. I love the game, but a lot of times when I was younger, I just played the beginning of games and just 
get stuck and then I kind of just replay those beginning stars or whatever because wasn't that skilled. Um, so I had been stuck on Sunshine for like months and I hadn't played because I was on this one level and it was super frustrating. And it's like, you got to uh, climb up all this shit and you got to get to the top of this thing to get the star. And every, every path to get there is like a little plank that if you fall off, you got to start all the fuck over again. And there's lots of enemies like coming at you trying to stop you. And so it's just one of those super frustrating ones. And uh, yeah, I would just like, you know, I'd cuss. I'd just get fucking pissed. I'd just mm -hmm. fall off like, fuck! <laughs> Go over and climb the thing again. And uh, anyways, I finally fucking beat that uh, yesterday or the day before. So I'm super hyped. And now I can fucking move on and see more of the game that I haven't seen before. Because uh, that was really stopping me from, I want to beat this damn game. Mm -hmm. See what see what's at the end and get to Yoshi. I've never got, never even got Yoshi in this damn game. Uh, so that's what I was doing. Fun game. Super fun story. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Word. Anyways, I think we're on to your four next. Yeah. All right. So going down, it is ghost of Shoshima. Um, Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> uh man man oh man oh man oh man this game really surprised me um you know this came off the heels of last of us which um i thought was great and i kind of as at the as at the time where i is either one or the other and obviously i'm going to pick last of us and i remember seeing the state of play for ghost of tsushima and i'm like eh it looks all right whatever you're samurai and you're riding a horse you know it looks like witcher but with samurais basically or red dead but with the samurai yeah and uh so it didn't really hook me and just seeing the gameplay i'm like yeah i can probably skip this one and get it later down the road which i did but when i finally got into it um this game is really 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 good um it's has addicting and 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 frenetic i believe you said gameplay and it's it has so many layers and depth to it um there's different styles there's um like assassin stuff uh just traveling around the world um is unique and different it's something i haven't seen in a game uh most of these open world games they have a little you know map in the tiny corner of your screen and you kind of you're always just kind of looking at it you're darting your eyes back and forth in this game it uses the wind to kind of guide where you need to go and it's just a flick of the touchpad on the ps4 and this wind kind of comes in and shakes the trees and it's so cool because i found myself you know instead of my eyes darting to the corner every like 10 seconds to see where i'm going i'm just looking at the whole screen and i'm, I'm taking in the whole environment um and it also makes for like fun exploration because you'll be riding oh there's a fox over there i'm gonna go do something with this fox or there's a guy over here um so yeah there's a, and it has a really good story, which I wasn't expecting. I didn't expect to kind of get swooped up into this kind of grand epic of the invasion of the Mongols. And goddamn you, Mongolians! Um, and yeah, like, even in the open world, this game doesn't waste your time. It's not like, hey, Spider-Man, I got 50 backpacks in the city. Have fun getting every one of them. Like, there's none of that bullshit. Yeah. Like, everything you do, you know, there's a story to it and real characters and I don't know. So they, yeah, there was a spring roll hidden at each corner <laughs> of the map. Go get it. But yeah, 
I mean, it's also one of the most gorgeous games, just as like um, not in like graphical wise, but just environments and and art design. And um, you know, there'll be times where you kind of just run through the forest and it looks kind of normal, and then you pock out, you you peek out, and all of a sudden it's just a field of just red roses or like pink. I don't know. Just some of the some of the visuals in this game are are jaw dropping. Um, but yeah, yeah, this game is amazing. If um, if I mean, I don't think you've played it, but I think I highly recommend anyone who has a PS4, um, even with the PS5 now, I think they um, had a patch for it. I think it's at 60, 60 frames now. So I think they patched it for, for PS5 owners if they haven't played it. But um, yes, highly, highly, highly recommend Ghost of Tsushima. It's really, really good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ghost of Tsushima. Hiya. Yeah. Love it. There's so yeah, there's so much I can talk about this, but I'm not gonna, you know, it's really good. Just play it, everybody. Good, good. Don't you're boring me. <laughs> Stop. Are we done I yet? A, I haven't played this. Okay. Um, yeah, I've heard great things about that one. It's just not something that looked like I had to play, you know. So I never did. Uh, and now that uh, I moved on a generation, I don't know if I ever will. Um. But I do hear that that has some PS5 upgrades, like it uh, plays at 60 or something. What was it locked at 30? I think on yeah, PS4. Put, yeah, the up, update has the locked 60, I believe. Sweet. So at least there's something. Yeah. To try and to pull me in, maybe. All right. Uh, next one I got is number three. Then, so this one. So we obviously think very differently about this game because this was in your honorable mentions and it's on my motherfucking list, bro. Boom. This is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, 2, Remaster. Uh, bring it. The Hawk is back, baby. Makes me <laughs> back. Makes me I want to go out and buy a birdhouse deck, go to my local zoomies and pick out some wheels and some bearings and hit the streets rolling, man. Um, so remaster of one and two i just love this game man it's like they've tried this before where they remastered them and it just sucked ass but this one oh my god they brought all the love and attention it deserved and the graphics are pretty damn amazing and these character models are pretty fucking awesome it's kind of cool to see like all these guys rendered way better than they ever were but now they're old, old like they're, yeah. they're using the old model i thought like that was these, cool how they actually look now instead of using how they were in the game. So that's really cool. Um, and they got like pretty much everybody back. I, I think they did get everyone back. I don't remember anyone that they're missing. I was going to say Bam Margera, but he wasn't in there until three. So he shouldn't be in there. Um, yeah. I mean, this game just brought me back to 1999, 2000. And that's why I love it. It's just a, trip down memory lane feel like a kid again it reminded me of that time period my buddy uh luke would come over and spend the night and we would play like tony hawk 2 and just all damn night just take turns playing levels beating a level and then we'd, we'd beat it with like every single character in like a night just so we could uh get that little like two minute skate video mm -hmm. that you get at the end by beating it and we had to see them all just you play for hours just to get that little skate video. You know, you do it with the creative skater, you get the bales video, and then you get the special 
uh, characters like Spider-Man. It's like, oh shit, now we got to beat it with Spider-Man. What's Spider-Man skate video going to be? Yeah. So it was always that incentive. And it's just, it reminds me of just fun, fun times as a kid. And it just brings me right back. And who, who doesn't need a little bit of that mm-hmm. nowadays? So I loved it. Feels great. Um, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't full price, right? It was a budget title. Yeah, I think I think it was, was like 40 bucks. If yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was 39 and fuck. They got that for 39. They did an amazing job. Uh, so I really hope that it sold well. Mm-hmm. So pe- people can see that Tony Hawk, because Tony Hawk has been uh, uh, kind of seen as a failure of a franchise lately because of so many flops. But I don't think it's the games that, the brand isn't dead as the games you made were just shit. Yeah. And I think hopefully this shows it like people are ready to play Tony Hawk, but they don't want you to go off on a tangent and have some crazy ass story and wacky characters and change the art style. Like, uh, for how ridiculous Tony Hawk is like jumping over shit and all this, it was a little bit grounded. Yeah. Which what they started to lose. Cause it was a little bit grounded. Cause these are all like real brands and real skaters and it's like real locations obviously the skating physics were a little crazy but they started to go crazy with everything yeah uh and it was just too much i think so i hope it sold well i think it did to show uh activision that people will play tony hawk games if you make good ones and hopefully they'll uh come out with some new stuff i'd love to see a, a three and four remastered like oh my god like four that's kind of an unsung hero of the series. That was really fun. It was the first one to have a open world where it wasn't timed. You had to you just kind of went up to the objectives. It was like yeah. people. That's what I'd like. And three was one of my personal favorites. I love three. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, so a three and four remaster, man. That That's the goal, I hope, because that would be so sweet. But, yeah, that's my number three. Just a fun-ass trip down memory lane with Tony Hawk. Yeah, that's a good pick, man. It's um, like I said back in September. I think this game is awesome. Uh, I echo everything you said. The music, the gameplay, it all feels oh, yeah. like you know being back in my living room as a fifteen-year-old having a blast. Um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anything that's come up since our because we did kind of um, an impressions, not really review. I ha- I ended up beating it, hundred percenting it, um, both games, all goals, all whatever the hell, all. Um, mm-hmm trials uh i was bummed at first because i beat it with a character and then i went back i'm like you know what i'll just play the game again with like a creative character because i didn't jump into that yet i'm like so i kind of created this new person and i was it was unfortunate because when i jumped back into the game it was still 100 percented the only thing that was in the levels were the uh, stat points so there was Hmm. no vhs types no skate to get it was just the the stat points so I thought that was kind of a bummer because I wanted to play it all over again with a new character. Um, But I have since read that they patched that. So now you can jump back in and play the game from from scratch with a creative character after you've already beaten it. So I do want to get back into it with a creative character and play it again because it is fun. Um, Yeah, it just didn't quite make my top five. But yeah, it's a good pick. That game is really, really good. Faux show. Faux show. All right, my turn. So my next one on my list is Hades. This is a Nintendo Switch and PC 
um, only. It's not on consoles yet, but I imagine it will be. But uh, this is a game that everyone talked about, and I was like, whatever, because the thing that that kind of didn't make me want to play it is it's a roguelike, and I every time people fucking lose their shit over a roguelike game, I get all excited and play them, and I hate them. Like I played this game, Rogue Legacy. Played it for like an hour. I'm like, no, I'm good. And then people, uh, it was like two years ago. People got obsessed with this Dead Cells game. Game of the play, year, ten out of ten. Did and you play like, the Binding of Isaac? No, I didn't play that. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. So yeah, the Dead Cells comes out a couple years ago, and everyone's ten out of ten game of the year. And I play that, and I'm like, eh, I maybe like this roguelike thing just isn't for me. But. You know, a third time's the charm type of deal. Um, I it was only Hades is only twenty bucks, so I'm like, you know what? I haven't played the Switch in a while. Maybe I'll just buy this Hades game. The worst case scenario, I'll get a couple hours and whatever. It's twenty bucks. And woo, this game is addicting as fuck. I don't know what it is about this game particularly and how they do uh, the roguelike type stuff that it really clicks and it's really really addicting and fun. And the gameplay is fast and fluid and um every time you go back into to playing the game it feels fresh and new when you get new weapons and upgrades and each time you get stronger and stronger we're like the first couple try throughs of mine i got my ass kicked because i mean that's kind of the point but the, the further you get i'm going in there now just whooping ass and uh, you kind of progress and progress and it's really challenging but fair and if you just stick with it and upgrade and upgrade and keep trying and trying it's it's a blast man it's really fun it's this almost edged its way into my to my number one just for I wanted to give it some love and also I think technically uh, I think it has the best gameplay out of everything on my list just as a gameplay perspective not if God. you get away all the stories and stuff what do you mean now you haven't played the fucking thing I yeah. said no you're losing it you're losing it <laughs> a, a roguelike mm-hmm. I, I don't have to play it I know it's a roguelike and I that ain't nowhere near fucking best gameplay it's like oh, oh my yeah. god hey crazy Two months ago, I would have been right there with you, but playing this game, dude, it is so fucking good and so addicting. And just like it is the gameplay that keeps me like I've put in. I think so, what the fuck? It's a fucking, it's like Devil May Cry, right? It's like a third person, like fighting. Like no, it's like a, people. It's, it's not like a top down. It's like a, one of those angle ones. I don't know what view you would call that. This is a, isometric. Isometric, yeah. But yeah, you you basically so the story is is you're the son of Hades and you're trying so it's to kind of I'm just trying to visualize what's happening to this. So it's like Smash TV, like characters coming into a room and you're fighting them from. A but yeah, you you come you, you enter her into a room and then enemies spawn or they've already spawned and then you just take them out and then you go to the next room and the next room and then you keep going up until you finish the game. But um, yeah, all the enemies obviously have different weak strengths and weaknesses you have strengths and weaknesses you have six different weapons you can choose from and you get them all pretty early on so it's not like one of those games you have to play fucking 10 hours to get a weapon you get them pretty early your choice of six weapons <laughs> in seven colors on you man it's it's fucking good uh it's like i said it's only 20 bucks if you like roguelike or if you just like really good gameplay addicting gameplay then i <laughs> highly highly recommend it it's really really good hey if you like it you like it yeah i bet some other people will too um i just never found one of those that i do like i don't know something about uh no progression something about like you know the game restarting no real objective i don't know i'm just a very story based and that those ones you got to be you got to just they're like gameplay based you know mm-hmm. and uh so yeah uh yeah, and that's i guess that's what i'm kind of um 
why I kind of attached myself to it because again, like I, I feel everything, like everything you're saying right now, I felt like before playing this game, I fucking hate roguelikes. Like what's the point of going 30 minutes in the game and then dying and then do the whole fucking thing over again, over and over and over. Like I hate that model. So I totally hear it, but the gameplay is so good that you, you like every time I die, like I'll play for an hour and 10 minutes and I'll die. I'll get to like almost the very end and then I'll die and go back all the way to the beginning. And I'm like, I'm ready to jump back in because it's so fun. Like it's so, fast and, and fluid and like you just want to jump back into it i don't know that that's just it's, me though yeah it's just hard to to trust you because <laughs> i've heard this about every roguelike ever all you know when they get big they're like oh no if you don't like roguelikes this is the one it'll mm-hmm. change your mind and then right. i go buy it and i'm like i fucking didn't change my mind <laughs> <laughs> like that was the binding yeah. of isaac like i held off on the binding of isaac for so long but then it, I just kept coming up in all these Nintendo like forums and things like, oh, it's so good. It's like, fuck it, I'm trying this shit. And fuck, yeah, I didn't like it at all. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, yeah, we all have our our likes and dislikes, so I get it. But maybe maybe I would like this one, but who knows if I'd get brave enough to try? You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that was my that's my next one on my list. Looks like we're on to our number twos. Number two, 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 two in the countdown. Ah, uh, this is Casey Kasem, and, and number two, Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> Come on down. All right. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, PS4 system game for consoles to play with a controller. That's the name of the game. Um, I love this game. Uh, I think it's really cool, and I don't like Final Fantasy VII. Not a big fan of it. Wow, tried I, think it. I think you're the only one in that camp. Yeah, I tried it a couple times. Uh, I just find it to be kind of boring and drug out. I mean, it's such a classic. I've tried it a couple times. And, and I don't know, maybe I came way too late looking at these shitty PS1 graphics. It's hard to get into. It's kind of fun. But then it, it's just so slow with the turn-based everything. And I think uh, this took what was cool that I liked about Final Fantasy VII was like the story and the, the characters and the kind of the world that crazy like steampunk kind of shit and made it more accessible for people like me by making it, uh, uh, what do they call that? The fighting, God dang it. It's not turn-based. It's, uh, no, it's they like made it active. Or they, they, made it, they made it real-time uh, yeah. fighting. So it's like an action RPG. And uh, I just love it now because now, now you're like hacking with the sword for real. You're actually doing it. You're pressing the buttons. You're not just watching him. Uh, and some people don't like that because they really liked Final Fantasy VII and they didn't like that change. But I didn't have that much of affinity. I know there are still some people that like Final Fantasy VII that loved this. Uh, the, and the, the graphics were amazing. And the story, like it's a, it's a cool game. I, I play in for, you know, I play for like an hour and, Sometimes, depending on where I am, like half of that is cutscenes and people talking, and I'm just enjoying it, just sitting back and watching. Ooh, it's good. Let's go. Let's do it. And uh, yeah, looks great. Um, it's I guess it's a uh, it's not the full game. I don't know how far it gets, but I hear it's a it's like a third of the Final Fantasy VII game, and uh, they're supposed to be coming out with another one, and then maybe even a third one to fill yeah. out the the whole seven nine years which is crazy to me uh i mean this one took forever to make yeah i mean i wouldn't expect a sequel or a follow-up for at least 
five or six. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> five or six years. Dude, this is how long this one probably took a decade to make. But again, they've already made this one, so maybe the second iteration will be easier because yeah. they already have the model. I'm just and all that yeah. Kind of it's like you can't wait too long. Yeah. When you make a, a a remaster that's only half of the game or even a third of the game, and then you make people wait like five years till the next part. Like, come on, dude, you can't yeah. do that. So I'm hoping they don't. But they might, because now we're in the middle of a console generation change. Now you got to make it for like PS5, because mm. by the time it comes out, for PS4 and all those will be too late. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like this game. Super, super fun, and it it fixed everything that I had a problem with in Final Fantasy VII. And it's just it's a it's a really like a, when I don't want to play anything too crazy, it's just chill. Even though it's like action fighting. Uh, I don't find it to be too uh, intense. I could just sit back and enjoy some cutscenes and enjoy the, the story of the game. So really liked it. Uh, I suggest trying it. Even like Final Fantasy VII fans, of course, will probably like it. Um, but people like me who never really had an affinity for Final Fantasy, uh, even Seven in particular, uh, this might be a way for us to get into a classic... Um, one of those games that's always in the best games of all time debates, mm -hmm. uh, an easier way for us to get in. And uh, so either way, fan or not a fan of seven, check it out. I think, uh, and it's getting cheap now. I'm pretty sure I see it on sale all the time. Yeah. I, I bought, I bought it brand new, like day one at target for uh, 39 99. It was supposed to be $59.99, and I was expecting it to be $59.99 when I took it to the counter. But they rang it up, and I don't know what happened. I think they, they ring it up. I don't know. They had the wrong wrong pricing structure on there or something, but I was like, I wasn't going to say anything. Dude, what the fuck is with you get you walk in the store, <laughs> you get, what was your Disney Plus thing and Hulu price that you got for fucking half the you just getting lucky with these yeah i get i pay like i pay like six something for disney plus hulu and uh espn plus yeah isn't that like 14 bucks or something 12 bucks yeah something like that <laughs> god damn it yeah because it was like a yeah it was like some, I don't know, some deal where it's like buy two get one free so i bought like three games i was ready to spend like you know like 150 bucks or something but in the long run, it was quite a bit cheaper. You're saving like 60 bucks, but it ended up being that like Final Fantasy was the free one because it was the cheap one. It was 39. I'm like looking at the receipt, like, why the fuck is this 39? Yeah. And then I went on like one of my game sites. I'm like, because they're all posting pictures of, yeah, I got my Final Fantasy 7. And I was like, yeah, I got mine. It was 39.99 at Target. Is that normal? Did you guys, everyone's like, no, it's 59. I was like, well, I mean, I thought he rang it up wrong because I had another game that was 39. So I thought maybe he rang that up twice, but I looked, you know, it says FF7, you know, PS4. So it had the name. And so I, I told everybody, hey, go to Target. Apparently it's $40 and they're not telling anybody. It said 59 on the fucking shelf. Weird. So, so that was cool. I got that for cheap and now it's even cheaper. I've seen it down to $19.99 at some places, you know, just look on the internet and go somewhere and price match it for 20 bucks. Whew, damn, what a deal. I'm sure you could find it for 20 bucks. Even if you find it for 40 bucks, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, I haven't played this. Uh, I played the original Final Fantasy VII. I'd never beat it, and I've never been a Final Fantasy guy myself, just like you. 
I kind of, it's one of those franchises where everyone flips their shit and then I, I play it, dip my toes into it and then just walk yeah. away from it kind of feel. Um, but yeah, this one, this one I passed up and I keep passing it up. Like I, I chose Ghost over this when I was kind of looking at them, which one do I want to play? And then I was almost going to buy it again and then I'm getting Death Stranding instead. So it's, I don't know, it's one of those games where it's like, I know it's good and everyone hey, like. You're going to get Death Stranding? <laughs> I have a lot of things to say about that game. But, um, save. Oh, you've already got it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, save yourself some pain, bro. <laughs> that shit is whack. It's uh it's actually really good, but I'm not no. that far in. <laughs> no, it ain't. Yeah, keep playing because it's gonna be the same goddamn thing for 90 hours. Dude, that game it's... is so peaceful. I love it. Um yeah, it's so... peaceful. You play it a little bit, but you keep oh god, it's so goddamn boring, dude. I tried to love it. And the at the yeah. beginning I did. I was like, you know, it's good. It's just walking, but then it's just walking, and then it's just walking, and then it's just walking, and then it's walking, <laughs> and then it's walking, and then it's walking. Yeah. And there's never, like, any characters you meet. You're always, like, walking to, like, a stupid pod that you go in and deposit your shit. You don't even get, like, a cool cutscene like most Kojima games. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I have no one. Oh, it just disappointed me so utterly. Fair enough. I'll see if I share the same fate. But uh, yeah, so for some reason, I keep passing Final Fantasy up, even though I know it's good and people rave about it. I don't know. There's something about it where I'm just not like eager to jump into it. Um, I do want to play it, and I'm sure I will at some point, uh, maybe somewhere down the road. If I get a PS5 and they upgrade it somehow at 60, um, maybe I'll, I'll jump into it. But um, I guess that's a good choice. I'm, I mean, everyone seems to love it, so you seem to enjoy the hell out of it. It's your number two, so. Yeah, I just put it up there as number two because... Uh... I mean, I think it deserves a lot of recognition, which, uh, I mean, it's a, it's based on an amazing classic people yeah. love. And I've never, uh, out of all the Final Fantasies that I've seen and tried, that's probably seven was the one that I could have liked the most because, it, you know, the later ones, they start to get too fucking wacky for me with the, the girly looking main characters and their long ass hair. And, yeah. It seems like they go really crazy. This one had a really uh, kind of grittier story than most Final Fantasies, as far as I'm aware. And uh, so I gravitated towards it, but couldn't ever quite get into it. So now this has made me get into it. So, yeah, I, I like it. I think it's my number two of the year because, you know, a lot of stuff, a lot of these big games that people are liking, I haven't played. So I just got to rank what I've played. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And hell, I mean, people agree with you. It's not like Final Fantasy is not on anyone's list i mean i think it's pretty much on everybody's list as far for the people who played it so i think you're not alone um so i guess it's mine uh next on the list and again this isn't my number two this is just what's alphabetical mm-hmm. and this is a game you didn't put on your well you guess you did but you had a caveat with it but uh my next on my list is miles morales um i thought this game was really good i think it's um it took the good aspects of Spider-Man, but uh, the game that came previous, but kind of streamlined it. So, and what I mean by that is like in this game, there's no, you have to go to a fucking lab and do stupid ass puzzles. They, some, the puzzles of Miles Morales are more organic to the environment and to a, to the level. It's more like, Hey, tether these things and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. And I think that the combat was streamlined as well. And they added some new additions to the combat that made it more fun and fresh. And I actually think the combat's better in this than it is in the other. And it's, I'm going to be curious to see how um, how they deal with that when they do Spider-Man 2 without the Venom stuff. So I thought the Venom stuff was awesome. I didn't like it at first. I'm like, eh. But the more I got used to it, and um, the more I really liked it. 
and I also think that they kind of kind of pulled back on all the stuff you can do. I felt like in Spider-Man there was they gave you so many fucking tools where it's like I only use like two of them, but the list goes on of like how many things you can use, like your gadgets and all that. This game didn't have as many, and which I appreciated. I got to kind of fuck around with more stuff. Um, the story isn't as good as Spider-Man. I think it was an all right story, but it kept me engaged. Um, and I loved the the Manhattan and, and Christmas time. I'm a big Christmas person. So to see a game in Christmas is is always fun. And yeah, I just I mean, overall, I just had a fucking blast with it. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. And um, and I guess I can uh, speak for you because I haven't experienced it. But this was the first game that was on PS5 and to show the PS5 power, which I <laughs> I haven't experienced yet, but I imagine for a lot of people, like this was a fucking pretty good yeah. time and looked great. So, anyways, that's uh, Miles Morales. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good game, but I, by itself, for me, it didn't make my top five. But like I said, with the other one, oh, easy. Mm-hmm. You get that, that, that's a uh, great value. It's a good um, later, Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I was just playing, I just beat Spider-Man Remastered, the, the original story, like, uh, the other day. And I just re- remembered that, you remember at the end, you have to wear that stupid black and yellow suit mm-hmm. that they force you to have at the end. I was like, dude, uh, it pissed me off again. I was like, God damn it, this ugly-ass suit. You're going to yeah. make me beat the game in this ugly-ass suit? I want a red and blue suit. Yeah. That's dude it was like what is this i was like uh pissed me off he took away my custom suit i've been rocking the whole game i want to beat this motherfucker in toby Maguire's suit yeah I feel like a g i gotta wear this ugly ass <laughs> yellow and black suit which reminds me there's been a lot of online controversy i guess over spider-man's new suit have you seen in 2021 like in the comics oh my god it's it's terrible yikes google it sometime it's fucking ugly all right yeah yeah, so that, yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, I could see how someone would would do that. Miles Morales is a solid, solid game. Sweet. All right, that I think that puts us both on. We haven't said it yet, so I'm assuming it's the same game. Yeah, Payu Payu Pop Two. Yes, Payu Payu Pop Two. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. It's a two in it. Mm-hmm. It's a two in it. Yeah, I think it's easy to say that the. Uh, the Last of Us Two is our selection, huh? Correct. Yeah, I mean, uh, the first one was amazing, and so it left us all just salivating for a fucking sequel and like wondering where the hell would they go with this story? What the hell could they go with this story? And then the way they did go, causing a lot of controversy. Uh, you know, it's controversial. I uh, I was getting pissed at some of the choices they made, but I, I wasn't like, this game is terrible. I was like, I knew, you know, you got to do that sometimes in films and in video games. You can't just fucking do the first game again. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I wish there was a little less of the new protagonist and we get a little more of being our, our old protagonist because that's who I had a connection to. Even though they, you know, they try and make you love Abby, every scene where she's fighting uh, Ellie, I'm like, dude, kill this motherfucker, kill this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I still, I don't care how much I like you. You killed Joel, you asshole. It's like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not having it. I'm not forgiving you. Yeah, man. Like this, 
This game, it was fucking hard, to be honest, of a game of the year. It was like Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and this. And depending on what day it was, it was like Hades or it was Ghost. And the more, and I was kind of playing around with Ghost and Hades quite a bit. And then I just had to sit down and be like, just fucking remember The Last of Us. And the thing that immediately popped into my head, and I think the reason why I ultimately was just like, you know what, it's got to be The Last of Us, is Joel's death scene. Joel's death scene is so fucking like well acted and so like disturbing and emotionally fucked where i've never ever experienced like my heart rate was fucking going i'm furious watching this like no other game has done that to me and this game doesn't do it just once it does it multiple times throughout its you know 30 plus hour story and just thinking about that scene it's like fuck dude thinking about ellie's birthday going to the museum and like all these things that I just yeah. always going to remember, like no matter how great ghost is or Hades, how great the gameplay of Hades is like none of those games made me fucking feel something, feel the things that the last of us has made me feel. And on top of that, the game is just fun to play and it's frantic. Yeah. And it's like, every time you roll up on a group of guys, you're like, fuck, how do I get from point A to point B without these fuckers, you know, catching me. And then when you do get caught, it's intense. There's like, Oh, and then one, they're all whistling at each other. They're chasing you down. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really fucking good. And, um, yeah, the game is really controversial, and and my heart goes out to the, everyone at Naughty Dog because the game got spoiled before the game even released, and there's a lot of death threats and a lot of fucking assholes on the internet. Um, I didn't know any about any of this before the game came out. Yeah, but um, so that kind of sucks for them. Uh, me, I didn't hate Abby as much as everybody else did. I didn't like. I wasn't saying it was a, a, a fucking knocked it out of the park, but. I had fun with Abby, and I think when I said in my review is that a lot of the stuff in Abby's section of the game are some of my favorite moments. And not to say that that's Abby's, that's because of Abby. It's just because of, like, she just happened to be in the best parts of the game, as far as I'm concerned. But, um, yeah, there's just a lot of great moments, a lot of fucking awesome set pieces, a great ending. Um, yeah, overall as a package, this is 100% game of the year. And it's probably one of the best-looking games I've ever seen. I know you're, you've you've played Miles, so you're you kind of differ on that. But um, as far as whatever yeah. everything I've played, just the fucking facial animations, everything like this game looks really really good. And the fact that it's running on my base PS4 with no hiccups or crashes or <laughs> we're gonna get into some yeah. Of that later. But um, yeah, dude, like this game is really good. Really, really characters. Good. Characters. Speaking of that, like animation and facial stuff, that might be on par with miles morales at on ps5 which is impressive mm -hmm. but yeah overall miles looks better but i mean if they made a last of us for ps5 i'm sure that's just going to be a fucking tour de force because yeah, those guys man. they sure. they squeeze every ounce out of the hardware just like last of us at the end of the ps3 era mm -hmm. i was like ps3 kind of sucked at the end i was like oh man it's like 360 is getting all the good stuff everything looks better on 360 and then last of us comes out and it's yeah. one of those ones where playstation can be like oh yeah you don't have this and like everybody wanted to play that and it looked amazing at the time um same thing with this new one um yeah last of us two is just a like a tour de force i've been wanting to replay it but it's one of those games that uh, it's so emotionally draining and like yeah you almost don't want to play it again it's like I played it. I don't need to go through that again, but I kind of want to just to get it fresh in my mind again. And uh, and it's pretty long, so it's like if you've already played it and you're 
now you're struggling to get through it emotionally, like, oh, fuck, I got to do all this again. It's kind of kind of stops you. But uh, they, they have some updates for PS5, which makes me want to play it again. I think they, I don't know, I, th- I think they brought 60 to it. And I think they, they added adaptive uh, rumble support. So they're saying like, you know, when you pull a bow that or the trigger tension, the trigger tension on the bow and stuff like that. I was like, so I was like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. Might want to try that. They said it makes all the weapons feel unique. So there's a little bit of difference. So I might, yeah, I want to, I want to redo it. Um, I don't really want to, I kind of wanted to redo one and then go into two, but I tried to redo one earlier and it's a great game at the time but now after playing two it just feels very uh i don't know stale it's mm-hmm. like the combat loop is repetitive as fuck yeah and it's uh this, unlike two where they add in some new stuff so there's lots of different ways to go about it one is pretty much you're fighting the same battle every time you battle you know what i mean and it just kind of gets repetitive but it, that was okay at the time because we didn't know two we didn't know it could get better and the story was so good you're you know you're you're fighting that battle just to get to the next bit of story to see what's going on with these characters so yeah oh the uh, other thing i mean this again i was kind of bringing up the reasons why this one ended up being the other reason i thought this is kind of a stupid reason but i think it's worth pointing out is that i think i put in 23 24 hours of this game uh to take to beat it i've only done it once and you know I just got done uh, beating Ghost of Tsushima probably like in the last couple of weeks. And when I beat it, it was like, you know, I think it was like 31 hours or something. But Ghost of Tsushima took me weeks to beat. I beat Last of Us Part Two in three days. Like, this is a game I did not want to put down. I was playing this game like six, seven hour playthroughs, which is very abnormal for me. Most times when I play a game, it's like maybe two hours tops. And then I kind of just walk away and I kind yeah. of chip at it, you know? This game I could not fucking put down. Like I just wanted to keep going and going and let the story go out. And when I when I stopped playing, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I had to jump back in a couple hours later. And that, I mean, that can't be lost on me that this game just fucking really sucked me in and I couldn't put it down. So, and out of all the games on my list, it's the only one that I did that with. All these other games, I've been chipping away at them until I beat them. But this game, I could not put down. Yep. Uh, if Yeah. It does take some big chunks of your life. And then there's always something new or right around the corner that makes you want to keep playing. Like, oh shit, I'm Abby now. Now I got to check out what's going on with this. Or, uh, you know, it's always something like that. Uh, yeah, I just don't know what else can be said about that game. It's just, yeah, like, we, we did a two hour episode already on it. Yeah, you, guys yeah. haven't, you guys haven't seen it. It's our first it's episode. A, it's a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. Masterpiece. I think it'll uh, go down as one of those those games. Time will tell, but it's, it's fucking amazing. Uh, and I, it still doesn't get the appreciation I think it deserves. Mm-hmm. Even though. I think, I think it needs time. It needs time to, 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 uh, to marinate and yeah. let people really enjoy it for what it was and not be a... a tainted by the the controversy it had or whatnot mm-hmm. agreed all right my friend yeah we made it there we go top five 
Last of Us Good. Part Two, Game of the Year. Game of the Year. I think uh, almost everybody had that as Game of the Year. So our our selection is pretty on point with everyone else. Uh, so I don't think that's a a cause of us being influenced by anyone else. Mm-hmm. I think that's cause and effect of that game just being head and shoulders above everything else that came yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, back in back in August when we reviewed it, I gave it a 10 out of 10. I think you gave it an 8.5. So it's not like we are influenced by other people's, like we, we're from the get-go. Like this game's fucking amazing. This is one of the best games of the year. Yeah, so. and then, an eight, then 8.5. I, I think I gave it more than that. But even if I did, it's marinated now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's marinated and it's, it's risen. Mm-hmm. Now I can see it for what it truly is. With it, I stay take a step back and a little right, bit of right. time away from it. So, for sure. <clears throat> cool. All right. Yeah. I mean, the last thing we have to talk about is the biggest letdowns of the year. There's only so, one for me that I can think of. Gotcha. It's part so, of the same one. Yeah. So I want to start with a. It's not a game, but it's a letdown, and I have it on here, and it's a the console buying mm. fiasco. So I think that was a big letdown uh, in 2020, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and Series S. Um, I, you know, I just think it was handled badly. And I think a lot of people that wanted one of these consoles weren't able to get one. And as, as I, I think that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I think you guys should manufacture enough to have your fan base be able to have one. I, I don't know. I truly hope it's not a uh, uh, artificial scarcity type of thing. It's like, well, I'm not going to make a lot. You know people want it. Yeah. It, I mean, don't give me some bullshit. Like, well, we can't manufacture that many. Uh, can't you? You're Sony and Microsoft, two of the biggest companies in the world. I'm pretty sure you can, you can get something going. Yeah. Um, so it's just no excuse to me when there's people – at home that want to give you their money and you're making it so they can't you're get you're you know you're putting your foot in your mouth you're getting in your own damn way and it, and it's causing people to pay thousand dollars for one of your consoles when they should cost 500 i think that was a big flop and uh, both of them did it pretty shitty microsoft I tried to do it a little better but i don't think it 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 uh it went any better than the surprise PS5 launch. Yeah, go get it now. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck that was you, some man. Yeah. And uh, it reminds me of the the surprise Sega Saturn launch. Like they were at E3 or something. And then uh, they're like, hey, it's available now at stores. People are like, what the fuck? And then yeah. it just it just fucked everything up. You can't do that. Give people I'm time. If, like I think we we said it in our um, video we did about it. But I think I think you you said it whereas like i don't think it's even sony's fault i bet you sony had a deal with all of these retailers like hey we'll announce it this time and i don't know who dropped the fucking domino i think it was walmart and walmart's like hey yeah, it was walmart fucking give me and then also <laughs> yeah. the, the dominoes start falling best buy starts yeah. doing it and i bet sony execs are like what the fuck you know like this yeah. is not what we agreed upon so i don't even know why the, walmart did that but because even in the video i think i was like yeah we don't give a fuck about the rules <laughs> Buy it now. <laughs> I think that analogy was a uh, Walmart whipped out his PS5 dick and threw it on the table. Yeah. But uh ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know why they did that either because everyone sold out, right? So does it matter that you got your money from the consoles 
a day earlier. Yeah. Does it matter? Pretty stupid. You sold just as many consoles. Like you knew that, like, <clears throat> I get it. If opening it early, like you had unlimited stock. And so opening it early equals more sales because you have more time to sell them. But it doesn't equal that in this case, right? Because you sold, everyone sold out. So, and I think they knew everyone was going to sell out. It's not like you're going to, there's going to be uh, money left on the table. Mm -hmm. So it made no sense. Yeah. That was a bummer. I, I agree with that being a disappointment for sure. Another one, it's funny. The next one I had, I had to cross it out because I went on the 2020 release, you know, thing to look at things and see what I thought. And uh, the next one is Death Stranding. But uh, it no, wasn't. You can, you can have your opinion. It's all good. <laughs> but, <laughs> it was, right. but, it, but it wasn't in 2020. that The PC version yeah. came out. So that's why it appeared on my list. I was like, oh. But then I was thinking, I was like, Death Stranding didn't come out this year. It's like, I feel like that was a long time ago. And then, yeah, it was the PC version. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, we'll see if you, we'll see if you come into the same problems I had. I enjoyed it at first and was defending it adamantly. Mm -hmm. and uh telling people to try it and it's pretty it's pretty unique it's inventive it's it's fun for a while yeah and and it's relaxing for a while that's Until, what yeah, that's my main draw is why i keep playing it like i'm only six yeah. hours in so i'm not very far but it's just yeah. so peaceful coming off of like ghost and yeah. all these other action-oriented games but when you get into 16 hours maybe or 20 you'll realize that uh like i did it's just <clears> the same damn thing yeah, it's like there's not enough variance in it at all to to want to keep going. So I stopped. It just got too boring. And I occasionally I put it on. It's like I'm gonna do one more mission. Mm -hmm. Then I do that mission, and it's just boring. Yeah. And it's like uh, and it starts to get so hard because they put all these obstacles in the way. If your long ass fucking walk, and I was like, come on, bro, just let me walk to the goddamn place. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then I and then after I get like a super long walk with a bunch of hard shit in the middle that I have to contend with, I get there and it's just a hologram of a guy. Thank you for bringing that to the post. It will yeah. truly help us. Goodbye. It's like that's all. And it's like this is my reward for all of this work. And it's like give me a cutscene, give me some story. And the cutscenes that we did get are pretty cool. Yeah, they are. And, pretty and cool. the and the little bit of story, but it's uh few and far between as far as like we're used to with metal gear solid from uh kojima yeah so i thought it was an interesting game uh but yeah it just got stale quick yeah I'll have, I'll, uh, I'll have to keep you updated the more i play because yeah like i said right now I'm, I'm like you were saying you you loved it in the beginning too I'm, yeah I'm i did yep. right there with you i love this game but i'm like again i'm only five six hours in and there's a lot yeah. of cut scenes there's a lot of story that's really yep. cool and i think at six um, hours in i would have been right where with you yeah but uh, so hopefully, um, hopefully you can still keep its hooks in me. But yeah, the way you're describing it doesn't sound very fun. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, like, and I got the motorcycle, and it's like, oh yeah, now it's gonna be different because I'm gonna have the motorcycle. And then I got it. It let me use it for like one mission, and now I it's like uh, there's no motorcycle. Hmm. I don't know. It's just like it wasn't let me. Maybe you get it again later, but it's so boring that I needed the motorcycle. I was like, okay, now something's a little different. You know, right, it's giving right. me something different, so I'm not just walking and doing these same missions. But no, but the couple missions I did use the motorcycle on, those were the funnest, dude. Nice. That was cool. Because you got to be careful with it because it's like dying. It has a battery and stuff. And mm. Solar charge. So you got to get out in the sun. If you, Yeah, oh, that part was fun. But uh, I think our biggest letdown, probably for both of us, uh, it's probably going to be Cyberpunk. Am I right? 
Yeah, I, actually, I was surprised that it, it, it wasn't in your honorable mentions or your top five, because I think uh, out of all the people I've talked to, you've had the least amount of problems with it. So <clears throat> I'm interested to just hear what you say about just the game overall. <clears throat> sound, like Again, it surprised me it didn't show up in your, your mentions or your, or your five. Yeah, I just <clears throat> didn't. I didn't think it deserved an honorable mention. Agreed. I mean, uh, uh, I like it. I think it's pretty cool but I know it's not a good game as it is right now. Yeah. Um, like I was, I was trying to love this game and it's like, I, I talked to a lot of buddies about cyberpunk and they want to defend the game. And you know, I'm not, I don't get paid by CD project red. I'm not here to make this game seem like it's fucking amazing when it's not. Uh, like I said, I think this game does a lot of things that other games have done better. And so it's a jack of all trades. It's a master of none. I think the only thing it's mastered is like a story and ambiance of this world is pretty cool. But, uh, you know, like, is it enough? I don't know. At this point, not quite. I haven't played it that much, so I'm not that interested. Um, and the mechanics, the shooting mechanics don't feel very good. Like, I've felt much better shooting even in RPGs. And, uh, you know, obviously the huge amount of graphical glitches and problems it's had not necessarily on my end but it's happened so i acknowledge that um and it's not fair for me to say it's great because i haven't had these problems these problems exist i mean they took it off both stores they took it off playstation store and microsoft store i've never heard of that in my life yeah where a game is so uh broken and uh complained about that they take it off the damn store and then like people will be like oh well well, Skyrim had a bunch of issues too. I say, yeah, it did, but it wasn't like this. They didn't take Skyrim off the damn store. Yeah, like that's a that's a huge step. And guess what? Sony and Microsoft, well, they don't want to do that because that's they get the most money when you buy it from the store. Mm-hmm. And so that's a huge step, and that's has to be taken into consideration. I do think it's a good game. I do think eventually it could be uh, a really good game. But just right now, I think it's an okay game. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I um an okay game that should have been a fucking like a 10. So that's why it's yeah. the disappointment for me. Because it's, Very, it's yes. yeah, if it was it wasn't hyped up and wasn't what it was, then it, it wouldn't be that big of an issue. But the fact that this game to me in my mind was gonna be a 10 and now it's like a, a seven, mm-hmm. that's a disappointment. Huge. Yeah, this was a huge disappointment. I, mean, I wasn't my my hype level wasn't through the roof like a lot of other people's. Um, I think I said it before, but The Last of Us Part Two kind of had my 2020 hype. Um, that was that was my fucking game. Oh no, we oh no, there <laughs> I froze. You're really <laughs> pausing right there, looking down. Um, so yeah, Last of Us kind of stole the hype thunder for me. Uh, I was still eager to play this, but I wasn't like, oh my fucking god, I need to play this game. Um, and yeah, this game, as you've kind of touched on, this game is wildly inconsistent. Like somebody with a great PC who can run this is having bugs and it's awful. Some, so another person who has a great high-end PC has no problems. There's people who are playing on PS5 who have no problems. There's another person on PS5 who has all the problems in the world. Like it's, yep. just, it's a fucking Russian roulette when you buy this game, no matter what you're playing on. You never know if it's going to be a busted piece of shit or if it's not yep. going to work at all. Um, and that's not a very good sign. That's not very good. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't even put it anywhere on my list because I just haven't given enough time. Like I, I think I've only played it for seven, eight hours 
Yeah. And, uh, I don't really have any desire to go back into it anytime soon. Um, I'm assuming I'll jump back into it in a couple months or, you know, whatever, but I just got a PC and I'm kind of jumping into steam for the first time and in the Epic store and there's games I'm getting. And it's like, I, I just got half-life two. I've never played. And I'm like, I'd rather play half-life yeah. two than fucking jump into cyberpunk. Half-life two um, is pretty badass. I am. I'm pretty stoked to jump into it. Um, but you know, I have played it. I think the last time we talked about it in our video, um, the game was broken and I, I kind of walked away from it. I have since gone back and it, I am happy to report it is running better. It didn't, I, I think Good. I played it for a couple hours. It didn't crash on me. It didn't freeze. Um, but even when it wasn't doing, having all these issues, I don't think this game is really for me. Um, and I don't know. I think I'm just too overwhelmed. I don't know. Like, the story isn't that gripping. Um, the, the, like you said, the combat isn't that great. So even just when the game is running, I don't think it's that great. I think I think you kind of said it. I think you said seven out of ten. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably yeah. yeah six, seven maybe if that. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it was a pretty big disappointment and kind of sucks for CG Project Red. I think that they should have just not released it on those consoles or just delayed yeah. it until you figured <clears throat> it out. But they they fucked up. Yeah, then the, to the people that defend this game adamantly, like, oh, guess what? If you enjoy it and you're not having many problems, good for you. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Enjoy your game. I don't got a problem with that. But don't shit on people who have legitimate issues and try to claim like they're wrong yeah. or it's, it's an overreaction. It's not an overreaction. These guys had – I got no patience. When you got seven years to make your game, you have four delays – and your game comes out like this, and now your investors are suing you. You've been uh, deleted off two of the biggest game stores in the world. It's like, this is real shit. It's like, this ain't, this ain't never happened, and people want to defend it to the death. Like, if you enjoy the game, good. But you got to call a spade a spade, and you got to see that this has been a shit show. Mm -hmm. You got the, you know, your piece of shit was uh, some chocolate soft serve, thank God. But yeah. others' pieces of shit is literally a piece of shit. And that's what they got. No cone. No flavor. <laughs> nothing, man. Yeah, I, I've also been seeing this kind of buyer blaming. And I think that's complete fucking bullshit. Like, you have to understand that, like, us and other people like us kind of pay attention to these things. So maybe we should have seen the writing on the wall. I don't know. But, you know, we look for these things and we have questions like, hmm, is Cyberpunk this trailer is that really a ps4 no it's a fucking pc that they're running on but your average somebody in montana who works nine to five who just has a fucking ps4 sitting around and sees a trailer on tv of this beautiful metropolis cyberpunk world yeah. and you're like fuck yeah and at the end of the the commercial it says ps4 and you're like you look at the target and you're like oh shit cyberpunk ps4 and you buy it and you get what you get like that's not the buyer's fault that's false advertising like you can't put a fucking commercial like that and say this is the ps4 yeah. version like that's not the buyer's fault. It's CD Projekt Red's fault. And then I agree with the, the consumer blaming. A lot of people are doing that. It's mostly the people that like the game. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you, you fucking, you should have, it runs on PC. Oh, great. Well, they didn't just release it on PC, did yeah. they? <clears throat> they? They delayed it four times, didn't they? Yeah. So what excuses do you have? Well, how, many, how many mulligans are you going to give them before you say, hey, man, you fucked up. I like your game, but you fucked up. And uh, it's almost like blaming it on this cancel culture. It's like, yeah, I agree that the 
gamers can be uh, acidic and cancel culture like, but I think this game is not one of those cases. I think this is a game where people are legitimately pissed and have some pretty good reasons to be, and it's uh, the evidence shows with all the, you know, the, the suing of by the investors and uh, being taken off the two major game stores, that that this isn't just fans whining like Last of Us Two, like fans whining and uh, uh, review bombing the game because of Abby. That's not what this is. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think it's legitimate. So that's the biggest uh, disappointment. And I, like, I still like the game and I'm still going to play it. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean it wasn't a disappointment to me. Yeah. Cause it, sure. cause it, I expected much more cause I think the Witcher three is like a 10. And so I was expecting this to be sci-fi Witcher style, you know, 10. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't reach that. And it could maybe someday I hear the Witcher wasn't that great when it started, but uh, I never played it when it started. I got in much later. Yeah. I, and I agree with you. Like this just, was disappointing it was disappointing for me to spend sixty dollars the day it was oh, the day it was released and i get home from work and i'm fucking excited to play it grab a case of beer and i'm ready to jump in this thing and it crashes three times and it freezes constantly like that is disappointing i'm happy that other people didn't have that experience but for me in my experience it crashed multiple times and it froze multiple times and it's like that was disappointing as fuck yeah so yeah agree all right, man. That's our our top. We're gonna try and wrap this up and get out of here before uh, we have more technical problems, <laughs> which we've been having this episode. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So what we got? Last of Us was the top. Uh, check out these other games we listed. Uh, they're also very good. And then uh, Cyberpunk was kind of our, our disappointment of the year and the console buying fiasco. Yeah. It's very uh, disappointing. So yeah. Thanks guys for watching. Uh, Glad to move into 2021 with you guys. Thanks for supporting us over our first year. We really appreciate it. Uh, you know, please, uh, you know, maybe uh, show these videos to friends or family you think might, might enjoy the content. Uh, we enjoy talking and we enjoy having people listen. And uh, we're always down to uh, open up the discussions. That's why we started the little Facebook group to maybe get some more ideas and things, juices flowing. So, Anyways, here's to 2021. I hope it's great. I hope it's better than 2020 was. Uh, yeah. Love y'all guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Brian. Uh, and we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Peace. Later.